everybody. Welcome to the in and After Show. It's me, Lindsay Loveridge, Executive Editor of Anime News Network. And with me this week is Jackie, as always, our video producer on screen talent. James is out this week because he's on vacation. He's fine. He's just having a good time without us. So Aww. we miss you, James. I hope we you're living you. it up. Yeah. So this week, um, we've got some news stories we're going to go over, and then we're going to talk about that really amazing episode of Attack on Titan that aired this week. Uh, before we get to that, I'd like to remind everyone to please subscribe to this channel. We're on YouTube at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. So you're going to want to hit that notification bell and subscribe so you don't miss us when we go live each week. And we're also on Twitter Spaces, Facebook, and you can catch clips of us over on Instagram and TikTok as well. So make sure to, to get us on all those channels, share us with your friends, and make sure that you're here if you want the latest in anime news and Attack on Titan. So before we get to our Attack on Titan stuff, the news this week, we've got three stories that I wanted to talk about. One is a new anime that Netflix just announced. Um, we've also got some stuff about the Toei Hacks. And then how JJK is doing in the box office. So first we're, we're going to talk about this new Tekken series. Netflix just announced it. They haven't announced a, when it's coming to their service. So yeah, they're calling it anime, but they haven't actually stated that this is a animated in Japan or not. It only has an English dub at this point. So it doesn't look like it has a Japanese dub. At least it hasn't been announced yet. But it's 3D CG and I'm interested in what people think of how it looks. It was funny because you were like, oh, I don't think it's that bad. And then I was like immediately like, oh, my God, I'm not happy. Right. <laughs> um, but I did say in your defense that I did think it looks better. I just for some reason, whenever as soon as I see CG pop up, I just like get like terrible flashbacks to like, what was it? The Berserk? What arc was it? But you know yeah, what I'm talking Berserk about. Berserk was, was pretty bad, too. So bad. Yeah. And I think I don't... this is definitely several steps up from some of the worst that I've seen, but there is definitely a range, right? Like a lot yeah. of people hold up B stars as like top tier for CG, and then you th think of stuff like X Arm or Berserk or. But this is the thing that I was saying with B stars. It's kind of like a slice of life with a little bit of action. So I think that that's why the CG never really bothered me. But here I get a little bit nervous because there's a lot of action here, as you yeah. can see. I do. I 100% agree with you, though. It looks a lot better than uh, what I'm thinking, like Baki and like some of the other ones that they got on there. That I was just like, oh, this is like not hitting right. Yeah, it's I don't know. Stylized for sure, and I don't want to write it off. I'm just saying that like the CG animation got me a little nervous, but I was like you, like this definitely hits in the, the nostalgia feels like my brother and I used to go to Red Robin with my parents, like on the weekends, it was like one of our like special family things. Yeah. And like, that was definitely some of our early exposure to arcade games. You know, like I remember we would go there and they had Tekken and yeah. Ian and I would just be like, while we were in the waiting, waiting to get a table, like we would always play. And I don't know about you, but I always feel like video games, Games is kind of why I fell in love with anime as well. Like it was yeah. kind of like the gate, gate way, gateway. I was gonna say like gateway drug, but then I felt like that was inappropriate. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like yeah. it was like what led to us being like really into anime. So it's like I do kind of just seeing Tekken like got me really excited. Like I was like, oh, yeah. like the nostalgia feels. Did you have you know? a favorite character that you always played? Man, I don't even really remember them. I That's remember the thing that is, I don't remember. It was them. so long ago. I, the I girls, because I know I always picked a female player, right? Yeah. I was a female fighter whenever I played fighting. I games definitely remembered the the main guy and then the dad who I thought was the villain, but it yeah, looked like he could be maybe the villain or maybe they. I'm pretty sure he's the villain. Stuff. Like, yeah. 
we've got someone in the chat who's in like tech and lore is crazy and i only remember parts of it and i i feel like there's there's a demon involved i don't remember like what the backstory is behind the leopard yeah guy. i just remember like, there was like a fire scene like there was some guy and there was like fire i don't I remember i think he gets like full wings or something at some yeah. point yeah but yeah i remember there's a leopard guy like he's a, a buff man with just like a leopard head you know that's kind of like thing in tech tech and in iconic characters i do you know it there was a time when i absolutely adored these games so like i love dead or alive right too, you know what i mean and I, it's just like seeing them like just makes me so happy i'm like oh my gosh tekken and, and resident evil what are, was like, the other one soul caliber like yes. oh my god That's the one i with like the dominatrix chicken stuff in it that was yeah the oh my god was what was the name of the cr- voldo voldo he's the voldo. creepy guy okay. who like back bends and he he's the bdsm guy Oh, he's like okay. got a shaved head and he's like all in like collars and and then he okay. bends over backwards. He does like the yoga pose where oh, you're, okay. you're you're like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know but and mean. his he, I think he's got like long Creepy. nails or something. He is literally probably one of the creepiest um <laughs> like, it, like he's probably one of the creepiest fighting game characters of all time. Like I yeah. I don't think any many people would disagree with me on that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I remember about Soul Calibur I think that's where he went for short skirts. Like if you wanted Lady fighters in skimpy outfits. You played Soul Calibur. Tekken That's like was... all of them. All of them. Well, are like that. but it was exceptional. <laughs> but you know what I remembered about Tekken though was what? that when Ian and I played it, they were it was so blocky back then, right? So they were right. basically so pixelated and and blocks. And I'm looking at like these photos now, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the, the dad or the grandpa with the crazy. The grandpa bald... was always yeah. He's definitely yeah, definitely remembered sure. him. I mean the yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah, that like he like, has to be craziest sideburns. Yeah, ever. he's got to be yeah. one of the most iconic characters from that from that franchise, just because of his he's balding. Yeah, and it's like that's already not great. Like, let's not draw a lot of attention to the fact that you're balding. But then this guy's like, no, I'm gonna just stick hair gel and make it stick out to here yeah, and potentially I'm... use my hair as a weapon. It's yeah, so. a weapon, just like as yeah. a, a threatening display, like some birds do. You know, like that's, yeah. that's what he's got going on there. I I feel like I'm not gonna write it off, and like I'm kind of on board because like nostalgia, but I'm also not like, oh my god, I want to see this. You know, yeah, yeah. If they told me they're redoing Berserk, um, that arc that has the terrible CG, I'd probably get really excited. We're always kind of waiting for more Berserk anime and hoping and being disappointed. Nothing it's, like beats, a mon- it's like a monkey paw situation. Yeah, you know? Nothing beats the early 90s. That That is yeah. literally probably one of my, that's in my top five for sure. I don't even want to get it started. I used to yeah. be a part of this forum and I would be the only person to defend Griffith and everybody gets so pissed off me whenever I say that. So let's just not even start. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic is um, unfortunately Toei was hacked. The animation studio Toei was hacked earlier this month and this has led to widespread, not cancellations, but delays in multiple series and projects, including the Dragon Ball Super superhero film, no. which was supposed to be coming out. That was actually scheduled to open on April 22nd and they've had to push it back. I'm not sure when that's going to come out now, but it was going to have a a North American release this summer. So I don't know if it'll affect the North American release. It might get pushed to fall, maybe, depending on how how far out, how much damage this hack actually did. Toei hasn't shared the details of exactly what happened during the hack, but it seems that they lost a substantial amount of work. Also, several series are going to have reruns for the rest of the month and into next month. And that includes One Piece, 
Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, Delicious Party Precure, and Digimon Ghost Game, all popular series. Precure is, you know, huge within the Magical Girl community. One Piece, Swano Arc has been, Grant has been given those great reviews, so that's been pretty popular. And, you know, Digimon is nothing to, to scoff at either. But I don't know when new episodes of those are going to resume at this point, because everything's delayed into early April. So, so that's just sad. I yeah. mean... I can't think of a time something like this has happened before, like to this extent, you know? Yeah, I mean, we live in a time, I think, where stuff like this is more common. Um, and it's yeah. just like sad because I just think it's a movie everyone's super excited for. So nobody really wants it to be delayed. I mean, in my opinion, Dragon Ball movies are like some of the most epic to see in theaters. Like Broly was like absolute. I think I saw it like twice. I think I drove an hour in L.A. traffic to see it in IMAX because they were only yeah. releasing in IMAX for a short period in Irvine. Like there's no yeah. reason for me in Los Angeles <laughs> to be going down to Irvine. And that was like how dedicated I was to see it in I. I max version you know yeah um so i mean i'm sad i'm definitely sad about it what can we do though you know yeah like, yeah um so sad. we might have more news on that soon i hope at least with some updates about the movie but yeah right now that's sort of the state of things uh speaking of movies though one movie is doing really well in theaters and that's jujutsu kaisen zero if you were here Ooh. last week we talked about that film extensively and why you should go see it because it's it's a great time. It is currently number two in the U.S. box office underneath the Batman. Um, it just opened on Friday. There were some previews early for that, but it's earned 8.68 million in over and is playing in over 2,000 theaters in the U.S. So it's had, that's a that's a wide opening, isn't it? I mean, I knew that movie was gonna kill it. Like everyone's excited for it, so I'm not yeah. shocked by this at all. Yeah. Not even remotely shocked. Yeah, like um, I'm actually I'm waiting to see if it's gonna like do as well as Demon Slayer. That's um, a good point. Yeah. yeah, it's it's approaching uh, pretty close to how much Demon Slayer made in the U.S. at this point. So it could overcome it, maybe if it gets yeah, a little extra to see. I just don't it's be right under there. I don't know if Demon Slayer is at the level that, or I don't know if JJK is at the level that Demon Slayer is yet with yeah. popularity. Like. I think a lot of people like JJK who have seen it, but I just think that Demon Slayer is kind of like a big, a huge title. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I'm just wondering, like, have enough people had exposure to JJK for it to surpass Demon Slayer? If yeah. not, like, you know, we'll see. I, I do think JJK is going to be one of the most popular shonen. Yeah, like, I think like given I really its second do. season, it'll, yeah. it'll have room for, for more growth with its audience, for sure. Um, it's amazing writing. I've never seen it, like, a shonen so... I mean, there's a lot of shonen that, that do a really good job of combining comedy and really heavy moments. But I think with JJK, it just it's so horrific. It has like the Tokyo ghoul horror. Yeah. And then somehow can be like as funny and out like landish as like One Piece or um, Dragon Ball. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's it, as dark it as Tokyo too. ghoul. Yeah, it marries two things really well. Yeah, but I don't know how they do it. Yeah, because like, it's a it, very it, delicate balance that it pulls totally. off. Totally, and they like will do it like literally in scenes that are pretty much adjacent. And then I'm like, how did it, like I don't know, but they do a great. But job. you don't feel that whiplash for some reason. Like I've had, I've watched other shows where they try to do that. You know, go back and forth between emotional extremes. Attack on Titan with yeah. the Connie brushing the mom's teeth. Like, I was like, I'm not mentally laughing Great. right now. I'm yeah. not in a state to be, like, cool with that right now. Like, yeah. I was like, you you all have been putting us through the ringer. Like, I, I can't. No. 
<laughs> but anyway, yeah. Yeah. So good for it. I hope it, you know, continues to find success and anime movies continue to do well in theaters. It just means that we'll get more openings and it'll be easier for people to see them. So you won't have to drive all the way to Irvine or something like that. To... No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it for the news this week. Let's talk about this episode of Attack on Titan, because if you ask me, this was a huge payoff for some of the weaker episodes we've had this season. Like this episode was awesome. Just like amazing across the board. I have zero complaints. It was really good. It was really good. Just like stellar animation the whole time. Yeah. Jackie, what did you, what, what did you think? Like, um, I mean, I'm still just stoked to see like Annie and Reiner in Titan form, like literally just in action again. Like, I don't know Annie why. Annie was kicking people out of the sky. She I love, like, I love seeing jump. Annie in action. I just miss her so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, without a doubt, Mikasa was the star of the show. I mean, she was trending on Twitter. Fun note, because I was talking to one of my friends about this, but apparently, like, her going ham wasn't in the manga. So, like, this was something really fun for people who read the manga and people who obviously are fans of the anime. So, because my friend reads the manga and was like, yeah, that, like, whole Mikasa, like, kicking ass. Like, it it wasn't to the extent that it was in the anime. So, they really gave her a lot of time to shine. I think what was really interesting, I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead here, but we've really been on Mikasa's ass. And by we, I mean mainly me for being, like, very, not taking a stand. Like she's been very much like Switzerland and neutral ground. And I'm like, dude, like you hold a lot of responsibility here because like Aaron is like, I mean, without a doubt, like her best friend, I would say like she and Armin kind of, and and Aaron have like a little bit of like a triangle friendship, but without a doubt, Mikasa and Aaron have like a really close friendship. Don't show me that. This is going to make me cry. (laughs) This is a good That's like one of the most iconic. Yeah. I mean, Annie and Mikasa, like probably the two, I mean, there's a lot of great female characters in this anime, but like, I think they're both kind of like flagship, you know, main faces of this, of this anime. And like seeing this moment where they're finally coming together after they're just being like this weird rivalry, I guess, without, yeah, you know, with, with yeah. I don't know if there's a better word Animosity, for it. Animosity, maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and now what I was, I said it was maybe jumping the gun too early was like the last scene previewing the next episode or like it was very close to the end i don't know if it was the preview for the last episode or close to the end but like it was a little epilogue i think when they're on the was it yeah and annie's like looks at mikasa and she's like are you gonna kill him or not like she's finally like she's like are you gonna fucking kill him excuse my french but she like she really puts mikasa on the spot there you know and oh god i am jumping ahead already because i'm talking about how theo and keith are dead we're gonna get i'm sorry okay all right so like, like they were doing these close-ups on like Annie and Mikasa's eyes while they were talking. Now I'm a guilty shipper. So like while they were talking, like their faces are really close together and it was yeah. a really emotional moment. But initially when it happened, my first thought was like, now kiss. Cause I thought they were gonna, I don't, I, mean, I didn't think they were gonna. All, we're all there for that. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't be there for that? Ditch Aaron and go live happily together. <laughs> like, I'm totally fine with yeah, that. Yeah. So didn't, been kind of a crush on Annie. I think everyone had a yeah, crush on Annie. Crush I think Bert Holt kind of had a crush on Annie too. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody like yeah. how do you not like Annie? Annie yeah. pretty much can just Annie Annie can do whatever she wants. Annie right. is just Annie. But yeah, I mean, this was definitely a really fun episode to watch. I think last episode, but the one before this one, it had I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, it was just there was so a lot of drama. tension. Yeah. This one was, yeah, this one was less tension and just more action, but like the action was really, really, dude, Reiner and Annie, Annie loses her head and she's like, she's literally like, I can't see anything. And then Reiner's like, I, I can't move. And his face is like literally like, 
falling All apart. I can think about is like, this is a terrible comparison. Do you remember people <laughs> were like, you know, don't do this on meth and stuff like that? And oh, yeah. That. Like the egg? Yeah. And I, I don't No, No, not the oh. egg. They were like, they talked about a guy who like cut his whole face off because he was like on meth and it was just oh. like a chunk. And that yeah. was all I could think of when I was looking at Reiner's face as I was like, like whoa, it was that was bad. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you have that image. I was like, that was like, I was like, whoa, I'm shocked that they're showing that. Because it was just like, he didn't even have eyes or yeah. or teeth anymore. It was just yeah. like, you know. He was basically using his face as a shield for those explosions. And so he's like just absorbing intense. them with his face. Yeah, because they're, they're trying to keep the non-Titan members of their team safe while they make a run for the boat. But as you saw in the other picture, like three or four of them are, are wounded. So, you know, they're basically carrying each other there and stuff and, yeah. yeah uh theo said something really interesting like titans are flush meccas and in this episode they showcase that well i think that we've seen titans you know get beat up very badly before but i think yeah. it was like this episode was undoubtedly like they were like gory like they were like in pieces they were like they were literally meat shields yeah and you know that they're gonna be fine and live through it unless like you know something really they get cut out or you know an yeah. explosion or something like that. i was worried about that for annie for a while because after they took her head off like she's basically like a chicken like you ever oh my god like you hear about those chickens who get their heads cut off but then they keep living because yeah. like the brain stem still there. that's what yeah. that reminded me of and so it's yeah. like she's still in the nape of the neck but she can't see anything because her yeah. eyes are disconnected like the nerves are oh god it was they i forgot who said what but reiner was like i can't move and i think she was or maybe she said she couldn't move and, and reiner was like i can't see but it was both of them just being like we're like completely like i've never been in this bad of a situation yeah it was you know Annie I mean? who couldn't see yeah okay sure. yeah because yeah. i was just like <laughs> Oh, this ain't good, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was, I, I mean, for me, without a doubt, I think the best, man, there were so many good parts. I mean, yeah. Connie coming out, slashing everybody, being a little demon that I've always wanted him to see. Mikasa really, I think you even messaged me about it. You were like, okay, Mikasa, like, taking no prisoners. And finally, like, there's no hesitation. Like, she's just yeah. like, she's gone into monster mode, right? Which yeah. we need at this point. Annie and Reiner in Titan form. I can never get enough of that. And then definitely Theo and Keith. And yeah. Flock missing and falling into the dark water alone. And hopefully his ODM gear made him like sink to the bottom. That's I all I'm so, hoping. Man. Yeah, he I ain't wanna... dead. We all know he ain't. Yeah. But yeah. I want to, uh, I've got a video clip of Mikasa's big moment. And I wanted to share it with you guys because it is just amazing. Again, there won't be sound because... Streamyard, but this was really gory too. Watching her uh, slash these guys up, yeah. But the, like, mo the movement in this is so good from like an animation perspective. Oh but my yeah, god, the gore is really intense. Like it's breathtaking. This yeah. this was literally without a doubt one of the best action episodes of yeah. Attack on Titan, and if not like anime, period. This, this is amazing. Him, this is insane. This is nuts. She just stabbed through two guys, and the one in front of him is decapitated. Yep. And then she sets off their own explosive gear so that she can get, you know, the cool walk away from explosion moment. And, and a rain of blood. And a rain of blood. It's just like, tell me, I mean, she like, looks at you like, yeah, there is, you got to do something. Yeah. That has to, that has to be like in one of the top greatest like fight scenes. Like yeah. that, that was really, really, really fun to watch. Yeah. And that's just like a fraction of it. Like she, she had like a lot of shiny moments. I thought Connie did too. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen Connie like go ape shit. 
Yeah, I feel like yeah. we've seen him like kind of in action, but that was like I I was like okay, like that was really cool. Honestly, one part with Mikasa that kind of gutted me was like there was some girl who was like, "Oh my god," you know, and then she just killed her without a hesitation. I was like, Shit. "Wait, that was Jean that killed her though." Oh, was it Jean? Okay, yeah. yeah she, like, she's oh, she got shot from behind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jean yeah, you're right. Through, yeah. It's kind of interesting cuz the last episode they were all like hesitant and like you could tell that they were all stressing and then it's kind of interesting because it's like i think that they are trained warriors you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but they're still human right so like the last episode was like that humanity you know being like okay do you really want to do this and like these are your friends and then it was like this episode was like everybody just went full warrior mode it was like the humanity and then was like completely turned off which it's like it's war you know so and they opened they kind of opened with that like they they opened showing the the thing with connie again right and like how intense that was for him. But then I think it's Hanji who comes out, either hears the gunshots or something and says, well, so much for that. And then at that point, everything just went to shit. Like they just had to start killing everyone. I want to talk about Falco's transformation this episode. Though, oh, that was, seven. so I didn't know that when they are adapted or when they, you know, take on a new uh, Titan that the form kind of changes. Because I thought he would look just like um, Porco's. Is it Porco, right? right? Yeah, yeah, Porco I, was the last. I thought it would be. One. I thought it would look just like Porco. So I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, it's got a beak, and it was definitely. I think more had a more of a human form than than Porco's. Porco's is like really frog like. I yeah, I felt like. yeah. He was this like kind was, of crunched. I just I think I was just like shocked that they had some differences. Like I I thought it might be the carbon copy. Like I didn't yeah. I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, okay, like you know. So that's kind of interesting. This scene I thought was also really good this is the uh, other clip i wanted to show and it's you know after he manages to get his titan form going and it was difficult for him at first right like they didn't want him to transform they knew that there would be issues if he did he's like stabbing a small piece of metal into his hand to try and get it to go and it's not working and then once it finally takes man it's just like I think that he made the right decision, though, because it was like at this point, like they needed some sort of distraction, even if he wasn't super helpful. Like it was like they needed it, you know, so it was good that he did it. I mean, Falco's best boy. Of course, he he made the right decision. That scene I just felt was like really cool with the movement because we've got Hanji like on the ODM gear coming after Flock. We've got Falco basically like yelling in his face. And then we've got Peek coming in there and she like tries to just like chomp him. And like yeah. you see, like her tongue stick out a little bit as she's yeah. trying to get him, and he still manages to dodge it. And that's basically the beginning of the end for Flock, though, because Bro is like, "Well, I'm gonna blow up the boat then." But I, I did want to say, uh, Gabby never misses. Has that girl ever? No, that was amazing. Yeah, she needed that moment though. People hate her so much, and I think that I hope people hate Flock more than Gabby. You know what I mean? So it right. was. I think it was good that she. Uh, she had a moment to really like kind of like put him down. Yeah. It's so kind of funny. He just sinks to the bottom of the sea. That's... Me too. That's why I said, I was like, I hope his ODM gear like can't come off and he just dies slowly. I'm just, that's I... so bad to say out loud. <laughs> yeah. That's drowning is so horrible. Bad. But, um, Aww, Ishan said he's Gabby gang. That's, yeah. Lindsay and I both don't really have a problem with her. We're both just yeah. like, dude, this girl's gone through a lot and she's like a child. You know what I mean? But yeah. I know a lot of people like really, really hate her. So, yeah. I felt like also though with Flock, like it could go either way. Like, while I hope that he is sunk to the bottom of the ocean, I also feel like he could use his ODM gear and be like, 
hitching a ride on the back. He's not dead. Home. There is no effing no, way. They, There's they no not. way. It was too he, easy. Nah, when Flock dies, he's going to be like going up in flames or like getting ripped apart or like shredded by something. I don't, I, I feel like the, they, they're not going to have him just sink to the bottom and no one shows what happens to him. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I'll, I'll be actually really surprised if that's his ending. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, that I'd be, I'd be like, wow, they didn't like that. Cause like, I feel like they really want him to be like, he's the like, more sick, yeah, he's exactly. He's like the sub boss and he's like more despicable than Aaron. You know what I mean? Cause it's like Aaron, we have like the history with, with flock. Yeah. We just remember him being a scared little boy who was super annoying. You know, what's interesting about flock and yeah. this, I mean, like I could be really going off here, but I think like a lot of times you see people who are weak minded and like really fearful, they attach themselves to ideologies really hard because it gives them a sense of identity and meaning. Oh, go off Jackie. Yeah. No, and, and that is, that is flock. Like yeah. it's literally like he was just so scared and like he was one of the most fearful characters we we've seen, you know, like he was like constantly like externally showing his fear when he had to go into battle and then suddenly he has gained all this strength because like he just gained his identity by following Aaron like so to a point where it's like he doesn't need to think for himself in any way and he can just like go so headstrong into it and it makes it makes him feel strong you know yeah he thought he was gonna be a hero if he at least managed to like stop their boat too that's what he said so that's why narratively like, I could see them extending his life further just so he gets, like, a, a bigger end. But in some ways, it's also kind of fitting for, like, a small-minded, ideological creep guy like that to just kind of go out like a little bitch. Yeah. To, like, not get his big, fantastic yeah. ending to, like, get shot in midair and then just drown. Yeah. That'd so, be kind of great, too, actually. Yeah, right? it's kind of satisfying in its own way. So If they know, do, though, the next episode, they have to show him at the bottom of the the, the water, and he'll be like, love, 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 love. Yeah, yeah, then, then I'll be fine with it. But they can't just end with him falling into dark water. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like if I was the writer of this, I would want him to die a really, like, painful, awful death, because I think, just think that's what everybody wants. I think they feel like if he drowns slowly, it's kind of, like, not good enough. Mm-hmm. I also think he's just so bad that he's yeah. like gonna find, like you said, he's gonna find some way to like shoot onto the ship and just be like dragged across the <laughs> ocean and barnacles getting scraped against <laughs> him and a shark will eat his leg. I don't even know what, but he'll yeah. like somehow be by Aaron's side because he's just so so wild. Like you know, cockroach. So, yeah, he is. He's. I think James called him the cockroach, right? Like he <laughs> yeah. is. Like yeah, I think James last uh, episode he was like he's yeah. like the cockroach. Like he just like won't go. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think we should talk a little bit about uh, Shadis and uh, Magath at the end there because that was mm-hmm. that wasn't that was kind of beautiful in how sad it was. I felt amazing, like. really, know, really they, heavy. They get into that that second boat. There's already crew on there because they're planning to to pursue Annie and Armin and everyone. And uh, they've hold themselves up in, I think, a munitions hold or something. It's probably like it's full of gunpowder and everything. And they've locked the door and they're having this heart to heart. There's a porthole the whole time in the door. And I was kind of like watching back and forth. And I thought that was animated really well because you see them talking about themselves and reassuring one another that, you know, that their lives had meaning and that the future is still has hope in it and even though Magath has made bad choices, he fought on the wrong side. You know, he's had a big turning point. And you can see in the porthole, someone on the crew notices that they're in there. And they're like, oh, shit. Hey. Yeah, they're like, hey, get out hey, of here. What that are you doing? That was so funny. That was like, yeah. kind of like funny, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's just 
pouring gunpowder out and setting stuff up, and then they, they just blow up the whole thing. I was sad that, like, Shadis, we've, we've known Shadis for the entire show, you know? Like, yeah, he's, like mid-season one, right? Like, yeah, for sure. he, he was it, the one who trained them when they were not dead. earlier than that, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. it was a really nice juxtaposition because we see they mirror each other, right? Like, mm-hmm. one, one was obviously training these children in Marley, to mm-hmm. kill like the demons right of parody right, right? and yeah. then shadis was tra- doing the exact same thing like training like his young folk to take down the titans and they both had to teach these children to be warriors like they had to teach yeah. these children to be like hard and take on a role that they never wanted them to mm-hmm. and i think like they both like were speaking to that and that's why it was just so emotional because it's like They've had, they've both had really hard lives individually, but then they had to make other people's lives really hard and put a big burden on all of those kids too, but out of love, you know what I mean? Like, which was like really twisted and demented, but I just think it was really, it was nice because they literally did not know each other, but they knew each other so well. Right. And it was like, they knew each other, maybe like, I, okay, let's hypothetically say like maybe 30 minutes or something, you know, like, but they knew each other like so well. And the moment when they were like, what's your name? What's your name? Like everybody was shook. Like, don't tell me like you were like, that was the name exchange was like, I know you like, we're one in the same, you know? And then Gabby, she's like crying and like, I I forgot who was holding her back. And I was just like, dude, uh, because she probably spent a lot of time with Magath as a, as a warrior candidate. Cause her and Falco spent a lot of time with him. Peak probably did too. I'm sure peak was holding back Gabby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Peak did too. She was kind of taking on the older sister role in that situation. Annie's breakdown was about Shadis though, mainly wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She was just like, she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you know, that's I, or, kind of it was like a little the bit culmination of, of what yeah. got her to have that heart to heart with Mikasa. She's like, I don't want to fight any of you guys anymore. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't have my dad anymore. We finally got like a speed for the Titans. Like, that I, by the way, the speed. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, like I didn't horse. know it was yeah. that fast because they were yeah. like, they're because Marlene Liberia will be like destroyed. Yeah, it's been like a day, right? If even yeah. like I I'm I'm just I'm I'm very shook by the timeline. Like yeah. I, I was like, oh wow, like yeah, they need so, to go. So Annie's like trying to come to terms with the fact that her dad's gone, and we we've known for a while that her dad was already dead there anyway because he got shot at that gate confrontation with the guards because you know they had the the psychic sort of vision, and so they all came up to the guards and they're like, yo, someone's on her way to kill all of us, and the guard who wasn't Eldian you know, didn't have the vision. He's like, whatever, is this a riot? You know, and he ended up getting shot. So he was already dead, but Annie didn't know that. She's undoubtedly sad about her father dying in right. the rumbling. That's obviously- She knows she's lost her I think, her I think it was Shadis dying too. I well, mean, sure. like- She had a, you know, a relationship, as much relationship- She probably had Shadis. a relationship with Magath too, right? So I'm like- I mean, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, yes. I feel like, I don't know. I thought Annie was just like, straight up just like i'm fucking done like at at that point she's like been turned into a meat shield and they just had to kill a i mean i guess for annie annie would have known those people who they were all killing too you know like i I don't know i kind of had a a combination of a breaking point she kind of had both sides there uh i don't know if annie shadis is the one who blew up the train 
as he came yes. in. That was like his his big intro. Th- again, things were moving really quickly, so it's a little hard to like know if everyone acknowledged everyone at various points since we've got you know, they're trying to get the engineers onto the boat and then, you know, they're killing a bunch of people and then a train freaking explodes and then Annie's head yeah. falls off and she couldn't see Wait, anything. they said they said no one knew about Shadis. That might be... In- I, I thought that they would have seen him, but I guess maybe They not. saw the train explode. It was, like, visible. Well, maybe they didn't know there. it was Shadis who did it. Oh, yeah, maybe they made Which... it onto the boat before, before finding out that Shadis did it. And then... That's right. And then Magath was holding the position. He stayed behind. He's like, I'm yeah. staying behind. And he's holding the position. And then Shadis made his way down and talked to him. And that's when they both got onto the boat. So, yeah, I don't think the rest of the crew on the boat maybe knew that Shadis was the one who blew up the train. Or that low-key makes me even more sad. They're going to find out way later. Or not. Like, they're just going to never know how he died. And he, they say we're going to go down as heroes. Remember? Yeah. Said, like, they'll remember us in history as heroes. So I felt yeah. like they had to know Shadis was on there. I don't know. That's kind of semantics. Yeah. I mean, either way, Shadis is a badass. But I don't know. I Maybe they yeah. didn't know he was on there. I don't know. I felt a little bit sad for him, too. I mean, because when they're talking in there, Magath is like, this is your last chance to, like, hit the water. You can get out of here. And Shad is like, no, I've been kind of looking for an opportunity to, to get out for a while. Yeah, like he's I know, been, that was you know, sad. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Like, I was like, part of me was sad that he didn't, he didn't leave. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. like, why aren't you going? Like, you... Why? You know, like, we yeah. love you and you're an amazing trainer and you're like, we love you, you know? But then yeah. I think, like you said, when he said that, it was just kind of like he was done, which is like super depressing. Honestly, yeah. you just saying that just made me so sad. I was just like, you have to think like everything that he's watched happen throughout his entire life, you know? And I, I, I would think that after a while, I don't know, you just get tired. We kind of, we saw it happen with Reiner earlier when he's like quite a few episodes ago, three or four episodes ago, he started getting kind of just depressed with the whole thing and he wasn't re- regenerating as quickly and they've shown that when that happens to someone who's a titan like basically when they give up the will to live that's when they'll stop regenerating and they can be killed so you know there's been we need to talk about when reiner just completely shut down when marley was under attack more than ever before and i was like time to wake up i mean true true for everyone but like boy needs therapy. <laughs> I mean, Reiner definitely. Yeah. Reiner is one of my favorites. I yeah. And I honestly seen him and Annie in action. It's it's seen him and Annie in action really made my love for Annie go up again. Like yeah. I was like, oh, maybe Annie is my favorite again. But I I do really like them. So yeah, yeah. They're both. Just and then like... oh, Sean said this. Who wants to live under the Jaegerus if he swam out and survived? They know he blew up the train. Mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean and it's like agreed like what what is what's gonna happen i mean we don't even know what's gonna happen so i guess maybe he just was like nah this is it dude like i'm yeah. good on it yeah he definitely was like yeah i'm okay i'm okay yeah. i'm not trying to do a dramatic escape here like he was like i'm good yeah. on it so. yeah this is my big moment of resistance we're gonna blow up this goddamn boat and maybe the kids will make it yeah. and that's good enough but I'm out. I guess like so now we got to think about like what's next. So and we haven't read the manga, guys, but it looked like in the preview to next episode that we're getting like a flashback and we're finally going to maybe see why the hell Aaron is how he is right now. Maybe finally. Is that what we're doing? I don't know if we're ever going to get it. Well, we'll probably see something, but it's like, I don't know how Aaron has gone like this. Aaron is still a mystery to me because I feel like every time I feel like I have a read on like how he is and I start getting mad at him, then something happens. Then I'm like, oh, maybe not that bad. And then I'm like, no, I hate him again. 
So I'm just like, kind of like, I'm just not going to say anything about Aaron yeah. until we figure out what is fully happening there. Yeah. I mean, right now he pr- seems pretty despicable. I think like the, the big thing is like, I don't know how I want it to go out. Like, I'm just like, do I want Mikasa and him to have a face off? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's going to, I mean, ultimately maybe it's going to be a giant face off against Aaron. You know what I mean? Everybody trying to take him down, which will be. I mean, Aaron's really, really powerful, but it's like, you know, I'm thinking of Captain Planet, like with our powers combined, you know, like this is a lot, they have a lot of strength right now. I mean, yeah. so they have Mikasa, who, Mikasa, who's probably one of the, like easily one of the best fighters, like period in the world, right? Yeah. Um, Levi, who we don't really know what his physical status, status is. Yeah. 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 They have Reiner, Annie, Titan-wise, Armin, Titan-wise, right? Colossal Titan. They got Falco and Cart Titan, Titan-wise. Yeah. They have Gene, who's a really good marksman and leader. Connie, yeah. who's a really good fighter as well. Gabby's young, but solid fighter, you know? And then Hanji kind of like leading everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they have Yelena and Anya Capone, who I don't really know if they're going to really be doing anything. Yeah. Young Capone helped like get the boat started. Like he's yeah. he's been they're not gonna for be like... Players, yeah. yeah, yeah. They've also got the leader of the Azuma Bito with them, mm-hmm. who... She, you know, isn't a fighter, but strategically she knows a lot about the outside world that they don't because they've, you know, been sequestered into parodies for so long. So she's good for that. And they've got their, you know, their mechanics. But otherwise, I don't think they've got like a big weapon stockpile or anything like that. They've just got, you know, their ODM gear and their wits. And I just am like, I'm wondering like how how it's going to go down. So, I mean, at this point, they're they're trying to get to a ship right that well, they're on, on a ship and they've got the flying ship that they're towing behind them but they're heading for a mainland port sort of place where they should have time to because it's going to take 12 hours to get it in the air so they yeah. they basically decided like they're like we can't do that we can't hold out 12 hours here among yeah. flocks people so they're heading there instead where they should be able to get it up and running and then from there try to head to where Aaron is which they still don't know, but they no, are assuming is, that yeah. Elena knows. And she's, like, keeping her mouth shut until, I don't know. That's 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 the reason they still have her and she's still alive. Is because she might have, or she supposedly has, intelligence on where Aaron is going. Uh, I've got a couple of quick announcements as far as, like, what's going on with the podcast. This Friday... 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Jackie, myself, and Mother's Basement co-host owner Jeff Thew are going to be hosting the trailer watch party. I put together the list of videos. There are 46 trailers this season. So if you haven't been to one of those before, they're a lot of fun. We watch every single trailer for the upcoming season. And then we talk about which ones, you know, look the best that we're most excited about. It's usually a good time. We just kind of like go through them all. It's a great way to get yourself acquainted with all the new shows that are going to air. So that is on on Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. We also will be starting Preview Guide on April 1st, my birthday. Yay! Yay. On my birthday, I get to launch Preview Guide. (laughs) But that's also a great way after you watch the trailer party, you can head there. We've got five critics. They watch every single show that's available for legal streaming and give us their, their takes on what is worth your time, what isn't, if you're still up in the air and you know, not sure what to add to your queue. It'll be somewhat streamlined now that all of the shows are on Crunchyroll or High Dive. So a couple are on Netflix, but I don't know that Netflix is doing any simulcasting this season. So hmm. those are the only two subscriptions you need to watch all the anime for spring season. So 
we're going to be there for a while because apparently there's like 45 shows or something. So Yes, 46. A total of 46 Just add trailers. on one. Why not? Yeah. yeah. 45 wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm super excited about that. I can't believe we only have one episode left. It's definitely going to be yeah. a movie. They're going to see Aaron and then it's going to end and they're going to be like, you got to go see the movie. I'm going to be like, you're, you're kidding me right now. <laughs> But I mean, I mean yeah, there's no way they're going to get to Aaron next next episode. They are already were showing, like, flashback stuff. So now I'm wondering, yeah. like, they'll probably do, like, some flashback from Aaron's perspective or something. And then they'll get to where they fix the airboat. And that's yeah. probably going to... And then, you know, they'll sail off in the airboat and they'll be like, see you next season. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. For sure. Man, it's been fun, though. It's yeah, super fun. It's definitely yeah. I'm waiting to get my attack on Titan tattoo because it's got to end legendary and not yeah. awful. But again, everyone says it's so divisive. So I wonder what camp I'm going to fall into. Yeah. I really have no idea. I hope we at least get something meaty next episode then if it's the last one because and James should be back too. You I'm guys. scared. We'll see what it ends up like. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I hope it's just not like terribly disappointing and not that much happens. And then we're going to be like, how dare you? But I feel like that's kind of what's going to happen. So then it's going to be a lot of like prep. Yeah, yeah like, I think so too. All right, everybody. I think that's it for this week's after show. Thank you guys all for tuning in. It's a great episode of Attack on Titan. Make sure that you are, we won't be here next week, but we will be the week after that. And then I suppose the week after that, I might, if we're still doing preview guide, there might be another break then. Okay, so we will see you in two weeks. Thanks Bye, everybody. For, bye, everybody. And tune bye. in next time. Bye. bye. And then.